everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsara. And it is episode 150. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. And we are going to talk about March astrology, the new moon in Pisces. Um, wow, what a month. This is <laughs> probably one of the busiest months of the year. Um, it's got so much going on. It feels like O'Hare Airport out there, <laughs> but I am I am the Earth. I'm going to be your air traffic controller for the next um, several minutes here, and I will <laughs> tell you what's coming and going. Um, and uh, we'll make some sense of it and uh, some great uh, dates of empowerment and uh, the overall weather, the weather forecast. So, okay, new moon in Pisces. So if you are a Pisces, this is your birthday month. Happy birthday, Pisces. Um, what I'm going to do is talk about the weather and at the end we'll do the trip through the zodiac because I know so, much, so many of you like that to show you where is this new moon energy going to land in your chart and what you might expect, what areas that are going to be really highlighted for you this month. So with that, um, so the new moon today, March 2nd, the new moon um, was 12.34 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 degrees of Pisces. And the big news of this is that it, the new moon is conjunct, which means aligned with the planet Jupiter. Jupiter is in its home sign of Pisces. So it's it does very well there. It's in what we call in domicile. Um, but anyway, with the sun joined up with the sun and moon, joined up in the sun with Jupiter, this is a very hopeful and uh, inspirational month. There's a lot of hope and grace and divine grace and forgiveness and compassion that is like melded into the very fabric of, of this, uh, this moon cycle. Um, and uh, what's nice too is that um, when you have a, a planet like Jupiter conjunct the sun, that is considered, because Jupiter is, in his, is his home sign of Pisces, um, it's considered a, a very special protection. We call it in ancient astrology, it's Jupiter is in his, his chariot. So um, I love that. It's like so Russian, you know, you think of like the, the chariot race in Spartacus or something. There's this giant thing with gold wheels, but it gives you a lot of oomph and protection. Um, so um, this is a really great month for mystical downloads. Um, you know, we, we the, the biggest transit of the year is this, approaching Jupiter and Neptune, uh, approaching a conjunction. That's not going to happen until next month, but we feel the wheels turning, especially this month. Um, there is this huge inspirational music and, inspir and poetry and dance and uh, uh, just outrageous design, you know, all of our dreams and wishes and our hopes, faith and confidence and optimism. This is like really moving getting going into a real uh, fever pitch. Um, but anyway, what I want to say is that, um, yeah, so it, the overall feeling, very pro progressive, very optimistic um, feeling to this moon cycle. But I have to say there is a however. Um, there is a, um, of course, right now we are, um, we've been moving through, you know, since December 11th, we've had Venus in the sign of Capricorn she came into a conjunction with Pluto, Lord of the Underworld, right? Then went retrograde from December into January, right? Been following the podcast, you know, I've been talking about this and that, that had us really looking deeply at relationships and which relationships, especially with family, families um, or authorities, bosses, you know, which are, um, what is, and, and government and society at large, right, collectively. Capricorn, but um, what needs to go? What what has an expiration date that is long overdue? And what needs to be fundamentally uh, rearranged? Our relationships to relationships, you know? And um, and loved ones. And sometimes it, it's been very, with some secrets or some things that we have shoved under the rug for, for a long time. This was the time where we had to examine that, albeit very painfully, but, um, always, you know, for the better, so that we may renew ourselves. And let's say if we did uh, break off with a person or a friendship, that it was, um, you know, it's for everybody's good, right? So um, 
the yes, we've been going through that in general. Today, Wednesday, um, Mars is conjunct Pluto. So that's that's very, very heavy, right? That's the god of war meeting the god of the underworld, right? Can't get heavier in the sign of Capricorn and Saturn's temple. So there's definitely this harsh, harsh reality check. Obviously, with the Ukraine invasion, we are seeing it very much so like that in the in the um collective. Tomorrow, Venus is going to Venus and Mars have been, you know, close, close and will continue to be for several weeks. Venus is now at that um, point, um, at that the final pass, right? So what started in December, this is a process, Venus conjunct Pluto goes backwards, and now this is the final pass over the hump with Pluto, and that takes place tomorrow. Um, so all the lessons and rearrange, and if, and, and uh, connections that had to be rewired. It's like that rewiring process is now complete. Um, and so uh, we can you know, finally, finally move forward. Maybe they've already been made and there's just this final you know, look under the hood, so to speak, to see if there's anything remaining. If we have completely ignored that, um, it's not an easy process to ignore. But if we have, this is like the final opportunity to, to get things straight and to uh, clean up and so that one we can renew. Um, anyway, <clears throat> that is um, again, you know, so giving ourselves a lot of grace in that, in this overarching, I think of what was the name in Glenda the Good Witch in the, in the Wizard of Oz, you know, even though there's this strife and things that are, that are, has, have been happening with Venus. And even though she's going to go through another three weeks of this, um, but in a different fashion, which I'll explain in a minute, um, there is still that Glenda, you know, with her big, I always love that big poofy tool gown with all the sparkles. It's almost, that's like the Jupiter sun conjunction in Pisces. It's like this sweet grace that's kind of like hovering over, you know, the scenes where she had a little wand with the star on it. And she's like, you know, Dorothy was like really going through it. Then she kind of smiled and you know, when, so it, it's this feeling of, okay, yes, we're still dealing with things. There is definitely a pressure cooker coming up that starts on Sunday, March 6th, where Venus is going to be in a, a bit of a pressure cooker. Um, might not be easy and comfortable, but um, but there is, like I said, that overall, our, over, it's not going to be forever. It's like a little testing period, um, um, but uh where, you know, but the, to remember and that confidence and grace and enthusiasm and optimism that is that Jupiter and the sun and Pisces, right, giving us that grace, um, covering everything in this kind of bubble of grace, you could say. So um, what's really cool is, um, yes, so that's going to start Sunday on the 6th. Uh, Venus and Mars are going to enter, finally leave Capricorn, finally, right? That Saturn's house is now going to be in Saturn's house, uh, also Saturn ruled, but Aquarius, very different energy than Capricorn. Capricorn is like the gross physical materialist, capitalist, physical realm of, of objects conquering that kind of thing, energy. Um, but um, the, the physical uh, earth, cardinal earth foundations of society, whereas the Aquarian energy is about freedom and independence and building a lasting legacy of, of integrity based on you know, high, higher mind, higher humanitarian ideals. So we, we have this passion and this desire to connect on these more equitable levels. And that's what Venus and Mars in the sign of Aquarius can do for us. Um, well, that will start um, Sunday, May 6th, May, what am I saying, May? March, <laughs> March 6th. Venus and Mars will go into zero Aquarius. So yes, relation, think of Venus, you know, relationships, connections, loved ones, harmony, seeking freedom and independence and autonomy and self-realization in, in our relationships with ourselves and with others. Um, it's, they're going to join Mercury and Saturn, who've already been hanging out there. So we got a lot of Aquarian energy happening, you know, this month. Venus, Mars, Mercury, Saturn, right? Personal planets and Saturn, kind of the wise elder, you know, let's be wise about this transformation. And, uh, and so, yeah, that's a lot. However, there is a, um, there's, what happens is once Venus gets past, she's kind of, kind of jump over Mars. 
when that happens on Sunday around midday, I think at 3.48 a.m. Eastern time, so just adjust your clocks, it's going to be in what we call an enclosure. She's gonna be enclosed between Mars and Saturn. That's not easy. That's definitely a pressure cooker. And I know you probably feel like, okay, I'm done with the pressure cooker. I know, I know we've been like dealing with this in some other fashion, you know, like I said, since December when Venus going retrograde doesn't happen that often, only every year and a half does Venus go retrograde. So it is a big deal. It's definitely a reality check and it has been. Um, and yet um, it's almost like saying this is like, we've had that test around what we had to let go of. And now it's like, okay, we, we stand for a fair, equitable world. We're empowered by what we see as possible in the future. And Saturn and Mars are just kind of testing us on that. Like, how badly do you want this? And are you gonna cave? You know, um, can, do you have the stamina to, to move this forward, these grand visions? So over the next three weeks until the 19th, we're gonna have some grace, March 19th, right? Right, the day before, it's like Venus kind of like gets a break, kind of like gets out of jail right the day before the equinox, right? But in between that time from the 6th to the 19th, it can be testing. It, it feels like um, a place of, it can sometimes feel like intractable because Mars and Saturn are, are um, they're difficult planets. They bring, out, <laughs> they bring out the worst on us, but they do it for a reason. Um, you know, when you think about the, um, in, I thought of this um, particular vision came up for me when I was planning these notes. I remember when I was a kid, me and my little girlfriends, we we play this, I don't know what what the, the name of it was, but just this piece of this game where we we'd all be playing with each other on the lawn and and we um like there would be one kid in the middle and two two of us on either side of this person, and we'd grab the people on on either side would grab um, the arms with the other person and the third person would be in the middle and we kind of like rock her around like and we'd say take the key and lock her up lock her up lock her up remember that take the key and i'm showing my age all right my fair lady where the heck did this come from i don't know but that's like an enclosure so it's like you're 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 you know of course we're all giggling and laughing but the, this is not going to feel so giggly okay but i'm just trying to show you the concept of Two people with, let's say, imagine Venus is the person in the middle and there's these two big guys, you know, like, right, Mars and Saturn, and they're kind of like, she's kind of like being rocked and being, you know, jostled around in this enclosure, right? And that enclosure is not going to come, uh, not going to get any uh, opening until the 19th. So while we're in that pressure cooker, just just hang in there. It's like there will be a reward for that. And it's it's definitely testing our metal, our ability to connect with others, the, um, the strength and the integrity of connecting with each other on a higher level that is benefiting everyone, where we're feeling freedom and independence for ourselves. Um, and in seeking connection in new and innovative ways would be another Venus and Aquarius thing. And the, and the enclosure is testing us, like testing the metal. Uh, and another, um, what I really love is that um, there's, <laughs> there's this other vision, vision that came to me to describe what that might feel like. Um, so it's, uh, I don't know, I am a, like a total Mrs. Maisel fanatic, right? Um, I don't know if you, you guys have, have watched it or it's pretty popular, but if you haven't, it's on Amazon, please go, go get Amazon, uh, and watch this. Um, if you haven't already, it's in this fourth season now. Um, and, um, if you don't know or haven't familiar, it's this, it's this woman who is the, this Jewish mother in the 1950s in New York city. And she realizes she's a brilliant comic. And despite all odds, you know, women, like this is not what women do, right? They're stay-at-home moms. Despite all odds and the most difficult of circumstances, she gets going. She's, she's working to become this great, great comic. So um, in the storyline, they weave in Lenny Bruce. So she's always meeting up with Lenny Bruce. They kind of keep bumping into each other first in jail and in the first episodes and you know this and that but they're they keep um intersecting their lives keep intersecting well there was this one episode that aired last friday and you see she's she's working this 
really um, god awful in this god awful place. And uh, it's actually a burlesque hall, right? And she's the MC. This is what the job that she has found herself in right now. And so she's trying to bring some class and you know to keep honing her act. It's like the only place right now where she can hone her act. So he drops in on her and she's not expecting him. And oh, you're here, okay. And and so he said, well, while you do your shtick, um, I'm going to be um, throwing some stuff at you. And she's like, no, 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 don't do that. I, I'm, I'm not, you know, go away. I, I can't have any distraction. He goes, no, no, no. And he, he proceeds to tell the story about when he was in high school in Long Island, he, um, he delivered this, this the, his teacher gave him this speech to deliver a, a debate. And as he's in the middle of it, all of a sudden, plonk, this eraser comes flying at him. And it's the teacher so the teacher's throwing this eraser and he couldn't believe it. And then the more he talked, boom, boom, he kept getting hit with erasers, paper, this and that. And so when Midge goes out on the stage, he, Lenny and his friends are throwing stuff at her, matches, straws, whatever's in the nightclub, right? And, the, and every time she says something, she's getting showered. So that's really uh, what I want to share is that's the, the malefic enclosure, Venus. Imagine that you, Midge is like Venus. And she's getting bombarded, right, by by these ob obnoxious and difficult situation, right? So this is like the three weeks. We're going to be like Mrs. Maisel on the stage, and we're trying to do our thing. We're trying to stand up, and and be the the um, the goddess that we are, you know, or the the talent that we are, um, and and then having these these hits. So um, not an easy place, right? I, have, I think of three in particular within this timing, three areas where you'll really see this tested. But again, you know, my advice is just stay the course, be patient. Uh, we're getting tested for a reason. It's making us stronger, right? What is that song? Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Um, and Mars the warrior, you know, really actually they want us to win, right? Mars wants us to be stronger. Um, Saturn, the teacher, the, the, the disciplinarian, are you like, you know, with Lenny Bruce had, are you focused? Are you going to forget your line because an eraser's coming? You know, it's definitely testing our metal. So I would say grace under pressure, uh, character building, you know, show them who's boss, right? Um, it, it, we can feel in our, especially with our relationships and our and love and harmony, um, we might feel lonely. It might feel like a very harsh Venus and Aquarius, a kind of sterile place or a harsh place or one where there's not a lot of emotional intimacy, not the easiest place for Venus, especially when she's surrounded by the, the big guys, these, these henchmen, you know, and the, the, the key is thrown out, take the key and lock her up and she's getting jostled around, having erasers thrown at her. So you get the picture. Um, so that will be going on for about three weeks. So like I said, it doesn't last forever. There is, you know, Uranus in Taurus is gonna throw a lifeline. She's gonna come into a, a square with Uranus. So that's like this revolution in values will, um, will prevail. And uh, some unusual innovative uh, assistance coming our way, right? Um, well, I would say that um, with, with all that going on, um, yeah, I would just say stay the course, um, be patient, right? In that, in the uh, Venus in, in, in Saturn's temple <laughs> with Saturn throwing erasers at her, you know, be patient, don't take it personal, but it, it will make us stronger and it will feel really good to get out, <laughs> get out of jail on the 19th. Isn't that lovely that you have astrology? It's like, this is not gonna last forever. This is what's so great about astrology. We, can, we know if something's gonna last for a few hours or a few years, or a few days, or anything in between. So um, anyway, I just wanted, there was something else I wanted to say, but I'll, I can't think of it, I'll, I'll think of it in a moment. Um, let's see, hold on a second. I remembered what I was gonna say. In the collective, where we'll see this for sure, um, it would be, as I see it, three places. One is the, um, obviously with the peace talks with the Ukraine, it might feel like a long slog um, to, to keep holding the space for peace and reconciliation because Venus, Venus wants agreement and peace and harmony, right? And it, when she's getting thrown around there, it, it could feel like 
there's a lot to withstand, you know, this obstacle course. Um, but I would say for sure, you know, there'll be help. There, there's lifelines will coming, will be coming. Finally, Venus will conjunct Saturn, right? Her one of her her big henchman guy on uh, the end at the end of the month on March 28th, right before the end of the of the new moon cycle, and um, conjunct. And so she'll be out of the enclosure. She'll just walk past them, right? But in that, when you think about that, Venus. It's almost like saying, okay, congratulations, you, you, you passed the test, now you can stand next to me, right? Instead of being like battered back, now you're like with me, Saturn and Venus and Saturn and Saturn's house. You know, that's, that's powerful. And you talk about muscle, it's like, oh yeah, man, we got this. <laughs> so the three places I see is the, um, as really having this enormous, a uh, good, um, this testing ground would be for sure, you know, Ukraine. I would say too, the women's rights, reproductive rights. I think it's the uh, Roe Wade or is going again, not Roe Wade per se, but you know, all the restrictions around abortion and reproductive rights is going ahead with the, the Supreme Court is supposed to be hearing arguments. I don't know what exactly that date is, but I know that it's imminent. So um, again, just, you know, staying the course. And the other one would be like the LGBT community. When I think about Venus and Aquarius and wanting this uh, equality for all and uh, diversity, you know, there's unity and diversity. And uh, I know in the state of Florida, Governor DeSantis, there was some kind of bill in the Florida legislature. And it's called like, I think it's called the don't say gay bill or something where they would, they're trying to restrict uh, families, teachers, and, and, and all that families can sue school districts if teachers and, and people talk about gender expression and gender identity uh, early in, in the like third grade or something, it's prohibited. But they, that, that's an open door that could actually inform um, and, and influence that conversation being extended where people aren't allowed to talk about these things. So that's obviously very, uh, very serious issue. But like I said, if you feel beaten up by that, just know that we are getting the, the, um, the help, the lifeline in March 19th and then March 28th, what, like eight days later, she'll be out of that enclosure, right? Finally, <laughs> so there is hope. Okay, um, I'm just gonna run through a few of the key days here before we get into where this land, this new moon lands in your zodiac chart and that'll be the conversation for today. So we have um, Mercury is in the sign of Aquarius right now. Wednesday, February, uh, February, March 9th, Wednesday, Mercury is going to move into Pisces. That now we're going to have four planets in Pisces. So let me show you what that looks like here. Uh, okay, here's the new moon transit, as you can see here, 12 degrees, 12 degrees. Um, this is the chart for Washington, D.C., but... Um, you know, again, you want to know where is 12 degrees Pisces in your chart. I'm an ancient astrologer. I use whole sign houses. So that's how we, um, how we roll over here. So in um, where you would look to see where in your chart is 12 degrees of Pisces. And then if it has any, do you have any planets at 12 degrees of Pisces or within, I'd say, 9 to 15 degrees of Pisces, um, Virgo, Gemini, or Sag, that would definitely be a very powerful um, new moon experience for you. Um, anyway, so the um, Mercury goes into Pisces. So on, on uh, as you can get this to the day, and you can see here, once we get into, here's uh, next week, um, we've got uh, Mercury in, Zero. Oh, look how fast Mercury moves so fast. I love you. You're awesome. Uh, <laughs> so speedy. Um, and ding, ding, cha ching. Here we go. 2956. There you go. Now look at this. Four planets in the sign of Pisces. Boy, you talk about a soup. You know, I was watching the Essel, the documentary, um, wonderful documentary, by the way, the series of um, the the changing of the gods. And if you go to the changing of the changing of the gods.com, there's still a few episodes left. It's free to watch. You can buy them as well. And they have bonus videos every day that are free to watch for 24 hours every 
9 p.m. Eastern time is when they change it out for the next episode. Um, phenomenal with world history and all, but I remember watching the one that they had about, they talked about the sexual revolution. So they're marrying world events to astrological alignments. And you see um, really well done with history and um, all the um, enormous, um, great production values really worth watching. But it was funny, they, they showed scenes with the sexual revolution, people like Ram Dass and people were dropping acid and the Esalen in, the, in, in San Francisco, in the San Francisco area, the Esalen Institute in the 60s and 70s and everybody was naked in these giant tubs and they're all like, whoa, man, you know, he's probably smoking pot and whatever. I'm thinking, man, if that's not Pisces energy, so that kind of free, you know, I see this and I'm like, wow, Mercury, even though Mercury is, is in exile in, in Pisces, right? Mercury loves data and such. Well, you know, this is like giving Mercury a giant spliff, you know, when he <laughs> enters Pisces, like, what did I just say? <laughs> oh, I'm talking to an angel, <laughs> you know? So no, the 3D world, not easy. Not an easy place for Mercury. Mystically fabulous. You talk about collectively here. Look at these downloads for the month of April in uh, month of March into April. Oh my God! Mercury, Venus. Uh, well, Venus will be joining, but Mercury, Jupiter, the Sun, and Neptune, all of the planets in the mystical sign of Pisces. Mercury, uh, the, Jupiter is in its home sign. In modern astrology, um, Neptune was assigned uh, rulership. Um, over Pisces. So you have both in the home sign. You got the sun shining its vital force there. Then Mercury smokes a big spliff and <laughs> it joins the party. So this is a huge amount of sweetness, um, compassion, this relaxed, <laughs> the relaxed mind. Um, well, if your mind is not full of data and chattering away, guess what? You can, you, you can, you could still chat, but you're just going to chat with people you don't see. <laughs> so could that be delusional? Yes, there's a, there is that downside, but uh, it is certainly an outrageous opportunity. This is a very deep month for uh, a very busy month. Like I said, it's like O'Hare Airport this month. So I'm just giving you some highlights here, but the overall, the overall feeling of that sweetness and grace, that's going to help with, you know, when Venus in that take the key and lock her up, eraser throwing, Mrs. Maisel eraser throwing on stage, right? This grace is going to, um, it's still enveloping the whole uh, situation. So um, Mercury into Pisces, spends about three weeks there. Uh, on Sunday, the 13th, the sun will be exactly conjunct uh, Neptune, will go exactly um, right to the planet of, again, the dreams, the non-material world, the dissolution of form, right? This is like, the it rules fog, and, and, uh, and so things that we can, like, are kind of hazy and confusing and deceptive. It looks one way, but it really isn't. I would say too, you want to be careful uh, with um, if something is too good to be true, it probably is, you know, so let the buyer beware. <laughs> Try to, not easy to have your feet on the ground, but do your best to, I don't know, eat lots of carrots, <laughs> root vegetables, um, to have your feet on the ground as you explore these, these other worlds, as these other worlds come to you. Um, right before I came on, right here to hit my um, record button, a hawk. This is, here's an example, right? It was this, a hawk landed so close to my window. I have a window right here. And it was like two feet from the window, if that. And he just stood there and he stared at me. And then he kind of took his foot and he kind of, like he was looking for something. And I, I was so like, I didn't wanna, I was like, I don't wanna say anything. And then he, he, he fled. But it was so cool, like hawk medicine. Look at the big picture. So maybe that's, maybe I'm supposed to be the messenger to tell you that, right? Hawk's messenger, I'm just saying, yes, look at the big picture. It's very easy to do that, to feel that unity consciousness, that kind of like the Buddha consciousness or Christ consciousness is very associated with, with um, the Pisces, the sign of Pisces. So look at the big picture. Um, I would say too, you know, the victim martyr archetype is the shadow side of Pisces. So addictions, victim martyr, delusional um, illusion, illusions, uh, you know, that we, we have to be aware of that, you know, that shadow is always operating. Or, you know, to 
be, at least be aware of it. Hopefully, you know, we don't get caught up in it in that negative way, but, but we can. So let's just be aware of that. Um, the full moon in Virgo will happen on the 18th, right before the, um, the equinox. The equinox is on the 20th, the Aries. So the sun will go into Aries. The sun is exalted in Aries. It finds a lot of strength and support in, in Mars's sign. Um, obviously, in the northern hemisphere, that's the spring equinox, right? First day of spring. And um, then we have the, um, we also have World Astrology Day, zero, zero Aries. It's a critical point, zero Aries. It's the first, you know, when you think about the seed that has germinated and it pushes up, sprouted, pushes up from the soil. So that's new beginnings. You talk about way new beginnings. Anyway, that's the 20th. The 22nd, we have, um, interesting, we have this Mars is, is going to be squaring Uranus. And so there's a we'll talk about fighting for equality and rights. Um, we, you know, so we're, we're going to get Venus is going to be that square on the 19th and Mars is going to come along like, yeah, man, we mean business, um, fighting for equality and rights and women's right in the sign Uranus and the sign, the feminine sign of Taurus, feminine earth, um, taking a strong stand, uh, for new values that are compassionate and humanitarian for the earth, for each other. Um, a lot of mercy, forgiveness. Mercury in, con, lines up with Neptune on the 23rd. Totally <laughs> talk about it, the ability to communicate love and compassion and, and forgiveness and kindness to ourselves, to our thinking process, relaxing and resting in a deeply meditative process. Um, I would think going swimming with dolphins, that would be an awesome, <laughs> you go to, I don't know, Cozumel, where... <laughs> If you can find a dolphin, swim with it. <laughs> if you're in the in the cold, just uh, meditate with the dolphins. That would be a really great use. Of course, dream journaling, incredible downloads. Keep that journal by your bed. I'm getting some outrageous images that are really strong when I wake up. Um, so this is this is the month for that. Um, on and then, like I said, the 28th, Venus conjunct Saturn in Aquarius. She's out of that enclosure. They found the key. They they didn't. They're not locking her up anymore. Um, you know, having withstood the testing ground, you know, it's like she's earned her stripes. She joins with Saturn. There's a reward. I always say to clients, you know, Saturn rewards effort. So the planet of peace and agreement and reconciliation was staying in Saturn's house. You know, it will be there from the 6th to the 28th. So you get a reward for that, right? It may be bleak, it may be difficult, but you know what? You get a reward. You, you're stronger. You look back and go, wow, you know, I, it was not easy being there, but dang, I've got muscles. So with that, um, I'm going to finish by just walking us quickly through the zodiac, where this will happen in your sign. So let's go back to, here's the clock. And um, here we've got it, it's, uh, I guess we can just start with Libra rising. So if you have Libra rising, this new moon will be in your sixth house. So the sixth house is, you know, it's not an easy house. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the joy of Mars. So there's often struggle and um, effort and, you know, feeling like we're put upon. Well, well the fact that we have Jupiter and the sun and um, uh, will be, oh, let me, you know what, let me get that back to the, okay. Okay, let's, let's rewind. Don't start with Libra, we'll start with Cancer because this is the exact, I'm such a Virgo, oh my God, Mercury, Virgo. Anyway, uh, so we have here the, um, for Cancer rising, this will be in your ninth house, okay? So ninth house, um, as we can see here, um, this is the joy of God. It's the joy of Jupiter. So there's a huge opening here, really amazing for um, if you, uh, regarding your beliefs, your, your philosophical foundations, your religious or spiritual beliefs, uh, wisdom, and the ability to expand one's spiritual awareness and consciousness. Um, it's a great time to mystically, to write and publish and dream and write poetry. Um, very high level of engagement there. I would say too, there could be some engagement with foreign cultures or travel or long distance travel or foreign travel or 
um, people in our lives like that um, that might come up for you really strongly this this uh, for this new moon cycle. And uh, let me see what else I want to say about that. Your um, where the uh, Venus and Mars, you know, um, in Pluto would be seventh house. You know, they're they're kind of you know final like all that hard work we've been doing and re you know regarding relationships that we've been dealing with since December. Again, the final hump that would be happening in your house of marriage or partnership. So any final uh -uh that has to be worked out. There's maybe some secrets that get revealed over the weekend, feeling a little whatever, and then um, then we eventually that as you can see here, it'll go into um, the uh, eighth house. So let me, let me hold on a second. Let me just grab this for a second. Yeah. Let me do. Okay, let me go back to that picture. Um, yeah, so this, the, um, it will eventually go on March 6th, you'll have Venus and Mars will be going into the um, eighth house. So that will be some challenges with money, relationships, soul contracts. Let me see, hold on a second, just a minute. Okay, yeah, I had to get the picture back. So yeah, and so Cancer Rising, um, that little pressure cooker drama, tough spot to be in with Venus, for the three week, March 6th to 28th, that'll be happening in your eighth house, which is other people's money and support. Um, it can be a financial, it can be, a, 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 you know, even the bonds that tie us with our souls, you know, um, the agreements that we make, um, many deep levels, right? It doesn't have to be just money, but you can certainly see it there. There may be some uh, conflicts and things that have to be tested and worked out in that area arena of finances. Um, okay, so that's cancer. But again, overall, I would say some new beginnings and outrageous downloads around your, your faith, your beliefs, um, spiritual principles, your uh, spiritual growth, for sure, for you cancer risings. Hmm. Off we go. Let us go to the here and we are in the sign of with leo rising as you can see here the um that will be in oops on me maybe oh hey come on work work for me <laughs> hold on a second just a second Okay, thank you for being patient. Here we are, Leo rising. For all you Leo rising gods and goddesses and mere people and non-binary lake beings, um, Leo risings, you guys, this is going to be an eighth house new moon for you. So again, this is a very deeply mystical house. Um, I, I always like to call the eighth house the house of the shaman. It's like facing all these issues of life, life, death, birth, intensity, deep transformation, survival patterns, letting go. We could find, those of us with Leo Rising could find a great amount of, um, of grace and peace around these subjects and, and uh, the ability to dissolve oneself into these uh, higher, deeply transformative moments and experiences. That's really cool. Um, I would say too that, um, and of course, eighth house being a, a house of money and finances, other people's money and resources, um, tapping into the unknown, tapping into resources, whether ourselves or others, and um, given this grace, this divine grace operating overall in this area of our lives. Um, so the um, it, Venus and Mars will start out in the sixth and then it'll eventually go into the seventh house enclosure. So for those three weeks of Venus being in the take the key and lock them up, that might be experienced in the area of marriage partnership, business or marriage partnership, collaborations between one-to-one -one with others. Those are areas that you might feel that tension, that dr drama and tension. 
um, where you are testing your metal. Um, so that would be for Leo rising. Okay, let's go to the next one. And we have Virgo. So for Virgo rising, this is obviously happening in your seventh house of marriage, partnership. So the ideal uh, love, the ideal marriage, the ideal partnership what would be very present in this new moon cycle with so many planets um, in that seventh house. So, um, and again, to not delude oneself, um, but especially for you guys, because you're gonna start out with over the next few days with that Venus Mars, you know, it's been traveling in that fifth house of love affairs, children, fertility, creative projects, um, and, and, you know, making these deep necessary foundational changes However, um, when it goes into that sixth house, Venus in that, you know, in that uh, the eraser hitting phase will be definitely feel like a struggle um, with in that sixth house. I would say too with health, you know, you want to, um, you know, be aware of that, maybe some struggles with health, um, maintaining one's um, equal, <laughs> equilibrium is what comes up um, for me in that, in that term for you guys. All right, uh, let's see. The uh, Libra, let's just go to Libra rising. So we have here, it'll be in your sixth house. And it is, it, that's a house, you know, sixth house is also about healing, healing and service, daily service. So the ideal uh, and a day, day jobs as well. So like the ideal day job could manifest itself. The ideal uh, something where there's a grace given in the struggle. Let's say you were looking for a job. Well, there's some divine grace that's available this, this month for, for you guys um, in that effort, right? There's some, I think of like in, in the Greek plays, Deus Ex Machina, God is a machine, you know, when, when there was a conflict going on and, and the people on in the stage, you know, and the actors, they couldn't figure it out. Then they have this guy come on this machine get up and he would be God like Zeus and he would descend. They would lower him down on ropes and he would, you know, Zeus would descend and make peace and figure everything out for everybody's problems. And then we'd all have a happy ending. So that's kind of like <laughs> what's happening or available for, for you Libra risings um, where we get this lucky break, you know? So um, I would say too, uh, there might be some last vestiges, vestiges in, in the next few days of like family drama, or any any kind of corrections that needed to be needed to have happened in our families or our home lives, that that's working its way out. And then where the Venus, the little three-week Venus pressure cooker is going to be in the area of creative projects. It'll test our metal for creative projects, children, one's children or um, one's um, ability, you know, and, and I'd say pleasure and love and pleasure and sex, and those are all fifth house uh, topics. So again, those would be highlighted as where, where we're gaining strength and our ability to, um, you know, what is essentially, you know, what are the values that are so most important to us and to really get strong in regarding those uh, topics. Okay. Let's see, we have the next one is Scorpio rising. So as you can see, this is the new moon is happening in your fifth house, which is, a, you know, children, love affairs. It's the joy of Venus. So pleasure and adventure and um, fun, having fun. Gosh, you know, after two years of all this COVID stuff, it's just nice to think that, you know, the ideal fun, um, use, uh, the ideal uh, dating partner, if you're, if you're in the dating game, the ideal romance, you know, could present itself. I would say, you know, again, the, the problem with that would be, um, you know, oh, this guy doesn't have a job and, oh, it's all right. You know, we can live on love or it, it's okay. I can take care of him. I, I'll be his savior martyr. You know, that's a, <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't go there. No. N O, uh, so you know just to be aware of that um, the the Venus and the the Venus Pluto Mars Fandango is finishing out its workout in your third house of communications and connections and relationships with siblings or cousins brothers neighbors all of that um, and then again where where you'll get the metal tested for this month will be in the area of family and home it'll go into the fourth house so home and family. Uh, dynamics. Okay, 
then we have in the next, we've got Sag rising and this will be in the fourth house of home, home and family. The ideal home and family life, you'll find, oh, I'm gonna li go live on, in an underwater cave with the mermaids, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Pisces in the fourth house, go to the ocean, go to the ocean. I, I would totally, <clears throat> I wanna go to the beach and I don't have sand rising, but man, I really wanna go to the beach uh, right now. Uh, it is spring break season, people. But I would say, you know, here the um, love, finding love and compassion and forgiveness in our family roots, in our in our genealogy, in our relationships with mother, parents, family, home, home life, the ideal home life presenting itself, um, working out some uh, toxic, old toxic subconscious patterns around money, which is where you've and your own self worth, which has been operating for you guys since December. Now the, you're getting your metal tested with your ideas and your, uh, your ability to, th your thinking process and your, um, to, to think along lines of liberation, you know, thinking and ideas, third house, uh, promoting oneself too. I'd say, hey, this is a great time for you guys to, you know, get launch an internet thing or, or be online or connect in unusual ways. I do have to say the last thing before, as I finish this, I will tell you the Jupiter Cassini, which is happening this weekend, but hold on for that. Okay, we're gonna move to the next one is Capricorn rising. This is happening in your third house. So promotion, networking, reaching others, busy, you know, busy, busy, the busy body of uh, that mercury driven data collecting, learning, teaching, sharing, networking, promoting, selling, uh, all of those things are uh, elementary school, high school, though, those are the, uh, the third house topics. And so all the, the ideal um, situations for all of those things would be uh, revealed during this, this time period for all of you Capricorn Risings. You Capricorn Risings are very, very achievement driven, right? And you definitely were routing out, you know, with, with all that, you know, Jupiter and Mars and, and uh, I'm sorry, Venus, Mars and Pluto all in that first house, there's been a lot of working out with your self-image, realigning and doing some deep foundational work to present yourself in a more powerful way, free of old family patterns and toxic patterns and being your own authority, I would say. And that, now that uh, with Venus going on the sixth, I mean, the sixth, um, of March, being in that second house of, of yours, you're getting tested around, you know, your self-worth and your financial situation and what things are really important to you. Are they coming from the future? Are they coming from a shared vision of humanity or are they coming from somewhere where it's just me, 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 me? Uh, so those are uh, possible, you know, things to think about. Okay, we have Aquarius rising. So Aquarius rising, this will be in your second house, uh, resources, income, expenditure. So the ideal situations and, and a grace around finances and yay, right? <laughs> finances and in income and expenditures. Don't be deluded, you know, be, be realistic. Maybe, you know, don't be burning a hole in your pocket with expenses um, like, oh, I can pay for this, you know, and you blow your credit line, you know, just, just be really, you know, be, be wise and be careful about that. Cause you know, Jupiter in that second can, I've seen a lot of damage done, you know, <laughs> and it's like, uh Oh, I forgot there's a bill attached. Um, I would say, yeah, just don't, don't let all those beautiful dreams you have for launching things. Don't let money and being um, delusional around your financial situation, um, eat up those dreams, be, be sensible as you launch. Um, I would say too, um, with, um, with the um, Venus being tested in that first house in the, in the little pressure cooker. So that would be, I would say be, avoid adrenal burnout, um, be really careful around your health, taking care of oneself, your health issues, your personality, um, these, how you show up to others. Uh, again, you know, all those first house topics. Uh, will be um, under question during for those three weeks when uh, Venus will be in that enclosure with Mars and Saturn. 
Um, okay, let's see what we have next. Pisces is, look at that, Pisces, oh my goodness. Pisces rising. The Pisces rising, I have to say, this month and next, you guys, man, this is your time to shine like nobody's business. Like win that Oscar, win that Emmy, go for it. Nothing, nothing will hold you back. Um, this has got a huge amount of, I love the confidence, the confidence in one's abilities, one's creative abilities, one's mystical abilities, outrageous downloads, um, people seeing you as this incredible visionary. This is what's the ideal self-image, you could say. The, uh, the ideal health situation would be um, presented. What is the ideal health situation for you? You know, um, but having faith, having faith in one's abilities, having faith in oneself, you're gonna find a huge amount of consciousness expansion. Very, very exciting. I would say too that, um, in, again, this is a finally working out whatever, if you had like say a, a breakup of a corporate um, connection or a, a, a corporate legal agreement or a partner, uh, a corporate partner or just some family drama, that would be clearing up for you. You know, that had started in December. You'll have the last vestiges of it this weekend. And then, then Venus will be tested in your 12th house. So you're gonna be tested about what is the 12th house? It's in a virgin. It's like that blind spot when we're driving a car and we, we can't see, you can see to the side, you can see in front and behind, but that weird angle, right? So there may be some things that we're not aware of, maybe some old, old patterns where we don't feel free. And this will, um, in our relationships, in our self-expressions, in our connections with others, um, maybe some addictive um, tendencies that might come up um, wanting to hide out perhaps, or wanting to shut our heart down and going, oh, wait a minute, you know, we don't, we don't want to go there. Uh, so that's, that's what's coming up for, for you guys with Pisces rising. And now we have giving forward Aries rising. You guys will have this new moon in your 12th house. So this is definitely about, um, I would say forgiveness about, let's say if you've had addictions or delusions around yourself, a huge amount of forgiveness, uncovering um, hidden self-conscious, uh, hidden, hidden beliefs about yourself um, that you, where you might've deluded yourself or where you didn't count or you, you had problems with self-esteem or self-confidence where, where you have sabotaged yourself. So it's like the divine is giving you guys a great ability to, um, to realize these things so that they can be healed from very, very deep transcendental levels that are beyond time and space like myasms, you know, by being the, this is a good place for you to be a hermit, go within and be this hermit in the cave and you'll get outrageous downloads. This is, this is, this is the house is the joy of Saturn. So wanting to be alone, maybe writing and journaling and silence, going to an ashram, going to do word fasts, uh, silent meditation, Buddhist Vipassana meditation should be like an awesome opportunity for, for all of you Aries risings. Uh, I would say too, like, um, you know, looking at um, really, you know, the final working through of old toxic relationship patterns as they involve your career or your public standing or your public reputation. And then um, feeling that pressure cooker, but working that out around relationships with groups and friends and allies and like, let's say groups, spiritual groups or humanitarian groups tribe, you know, spiritual community, things of that nature uh, that might be tested. But again, it's only for, don't wait until the 19th. You will get that lifeline. It is coming. You know, God has a lifeline, has a lifesaver for you. Um, but we must do the work. You know, we've, we've got to stand our metal and take those erasers that are coming to us. All right. <laughs> so, um, okay, let's go to Taurus. So Taurus rising, we have the new moon in the 11th house and the, the ideal friends and spiritual groups to hang out with, the ideal, um, you know, um, grace around and forgiveness around um, allies, colleagues, uh, finding faith and hope and optimism um, regarding um, these areas of, of your life. Um, 
let's see, in third and sixth house. Uh, okay, so the um, that toxic cleanup that's been going on since December was around your belief systems and spiritual life. It'll now move. Venus will be tested in your re, in your um, your tenth house of career. So, the, who are you loyal to? What kind of career are you loyal to? Um, what kind of um, connections and uh, values? Um, or need to be tested, you know, for the metal for that. And not an easy place, but like I said, it, it'll definitely be worth your while. These Use these three weeks powerfully to, um, to really get clear about what it is that's important to you and in your, um, and then how you intend to achieve that, uh, looking into the future, uh, planning ahead. So that would be for, for all of you Taurus Risings. And then we have um, Gemini. Let's see. We got Gemini rising, and this is in your tenth house of career. So the ideal career, the ideal dharma, the one's dharma, one's reputation. So people seeing you as this Jesus, the saints, you know. <laughs> um, but like, not not to get deluded by that, right? But to um, you know, step out there and serve people in the, in the highest, uh, most pure, sweet way, full of love and forgiveness and compassion and grace. This is gonna be a really great time for you. You've been cleaning up some financial karma, um, relationship karma, maybe hidden subconscious patterns. Now you'll be tested with Venus, will be in that ninth house for those three weeks in that little cage. The erasers will be thrown at you regarding your, your faith, your beliefs, your um, connections with spirit, you know, and, and uh, the ability to um, really evaluate what's important to you in those areas. And is that it? Do we, do we cover everything? Yeah, I think we did. I did do cancer rising, right? I can't remember, but yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I think I did. Yeah. So that's all for now. And I hope you enjoyed that. And um, anyway, please do like, share, subscribe if you got value out of this. Um, I'm just uh, always delighted to answer any questions you have. You can always shoot me an email, Irliana at starsoundastrology.com. And um, oh, one more thing. Yeah, I promised you this um, Jupiter Kazemi, you talk about like I don't buy lottery tickets, but I'm just going to say like probably like the one of the luckiest days, if not the luckiest day of the year will be this Saturday, the 5th. Um, what time would that be? Let me just check my visual, my visual notes here. Hold on a second. Okay. Jupiter will be Kazemi in the throne room of the sun. So it's like God speaking with God, speaking with God, speaking. We talk about deus ex machina. This is the moment, Saturday, the 5th of March from, um, it's going to be a five and a half hour window. It'll be exact at what, about 9 a.m., but from about a little after midnight, Eastern Standard Time on Saturday, June, uh, watching Saturday, see what I'm saying? That's what it is, Pisces season. All these things just float around. Um, anyway, Mercury's not even in Pisces yet. Uh, what I wanna say is from right after midnight on Saturday, March 5th, we will have that special mystical download, the communion with the divine. This is the one, an incredibly clear channel where you can just tell the divine what your real hopes and dreams and wishes are, your, your, what you want to achieve, how you want to expand your consciousness. This is an open window and it's very powerful. Um, from 12.10 a.m., the window lasts until 5.43 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's about five and a half hours, like launch something you've wanted to launch, meditate, pray, um, ask the divine for guidance, really feel, go to the beach, hang out with the mermaids and the dolphins, you know, go swim with everyone, <laughs> go in that ocean, collect seashells, speak to the divine. Um, if you can't get to the ocean, if you don't live near an ocean, go, go take a salt bath, you know, and get some dead sea salts or some Dr. Dr. Teals, I don't know, just, just salt it up, you know, very powerful transmissions by water. Uh, when I wrote my book on Harry Potter, I, my dear friend, I spent many days uh, writing at her house on the ocean, 
because I got such great mystical downloads and the whole book was about that. So if you can go to the ocean, if you can't, you can sit in a bathtub, find a bathtub. You don't have one, go to your friend's house, you know, <laughs> get, get in that water. This is gonna be a great time uh, that will help you. But if you can't, that's okay. Just communicate however you can uh, that Saturday, very powerful day um, for abundance. Think about luck and abundance and com confidence, hope, faith, optimism. It's just on steroids, that big old ear trumpet to God. <laughs> the giant ear trumpet won't be operating. So let's take advantage of it. Yay. All right. That's all for now. I hope you enjoyed that. And I, I wish you the most wonderful, beautiful, more dreamy, mystical um, moon, new moon month in Pisces. So Irliana um, Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. If you need a session, I'm here for you. Um, so anyway, let's rock on. All right, my dears. And yes, I, I've decided I will teach at some, I'm working out a course curriculum. I might use that Saturday window, but I know many of you asked me, would you please teach astrology lessons again? Okay, I know it's been a few years, like four. But anyway, so we all move forward. Mwah. We love you all. Yay. Talk to you soon. Take care. Here, Liana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thank you all for listening. Namaste.